What's up, guys? Max, you're back with a brand new episode of The Scuttlebutt Show in 2022, and it is so great to be back with you guys. I'm so excited. Thank you, everybody in the chat. Let me say what's up to everybody, including some amazing super chats right off the get-go. Rum Rum Tugger is here. I saw Sir Nuggets earlier. Alex, Ed, MC, all the patrons and members especially. Thank you so much. It's great to see you guys. Uh, Larry, Ed, if I didn't say it already, and we've got, uh, let's see, Corporal, Cursed Boy, Hiram, Harry Lime Pie with a $5 super chat, Corporal with a $5 super chat, and MC with a $19.99 super chat. Wow, thank you so much. It's so great to see you guys, honestly. And I owe you some big explainers as to what I did in December, okay? Because I posted a couple videos, a couple vlogs, and I went quiet for the most part. So we have a full, John, what's up? It's great to see everybody in the chat. Everybody listening on the podcast, thank you so much. It's great to have you guys here. So here's the deal. I owe you guys a little bit of an explanation. Let me start by saying it is just really great to be back. I hope you guys are excited. I was so worried I would come back today and just nobody would be here. I wasn't sure what was going to happen, but I'm already so stoked on what is going to be an epic year in 2022. Oh my gosh, I have so much to tell you guys about. It's going to be absolutely crazy. We got to get caught up. So let's start with what did I do in December of this year. So, or I'm sorry, December of last year, I guess I'm going to be that guy oh, last year. So last year, 2021 wrapped up in December and I said I was going to shut the show down and, uh, and work on the book and the documentary. And that's exactly what I did. And I finished both. And then I said, you know what? They're not ready. They're not ready to go. They're not ready to go. I, I, my wife and I watched the documentary. I said, this needs more work. This needs more time. I've finished the book. I sent it out to some people. They gave me some feedback. I said, okay, I need to work on this too. So yes, in December, I made two complete versions of the book and the documentary, which is an incredible accomplishment. I'm very proud of that. And I can't wait to share that with you. And they need a little bit more work. So I'm continuing that journey into 2022, okay? I just want to let you guys know that right off the bat. But they're both very, very far along. I mean, I would love to share the book with you right now. I really feel like I could, but I know that I can make it better. And there's no second chances with that, okay? It's it's one and done. So it has to be the absolute perfect thing before I'm ready to share it with you guys. And man, it's going to be worth the wait, okay? So I spent all December doing that. I went kind of quiet on social media, very few Instagram posts, not really on the Discord, not gaming, which I said I would do. And all of that was because every day I would sit down in front of the computer and just plug away at either the documentary or the book. And I do apologize for that. I went into a into a dark cave in December. I started to have... There, there were periods of super serious doubt in myself and my abilities and I, at times I was like, I'm just, I'm a total talentless schmuck, you know, and I just had to put some of those, sometimes when you're working on something and you have a lot of passion for it and you have a lot invested in it emotionally, it's easy to start second guessing yourself, uh, when it, when it matters that much to you, but it didn't stop me. Nothing stopped, nothing shut me down except for off the internet. So I just want you guys to know an update on that. I also, uh, I broke my phone in December. I sm- I, I, 
broke it, smashed into a bunch of little pieces, and that shut me down for a little while communication-wise. It actually was kind of nice. I spent a lot of time with my wife and some of our friends out here in Okinawa, and uh, and that wrapped up December. It went by so fast. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays to you all. I hope you had a great time with your friends and family, and we're back. We're back. I see one gram of Sam uh, in there. We are back. You're absolutely right, MC. Thank you so much. Good job on the progress. Uh, Ed, I love your profile. I think it's great. Everybody, happy to see you. I'm glad that you're all doing well. I hope you had a great holiday break as well. But we're back with the Scuttlebutt Show, and we're going to have a full episode of the show today, okay? A very normal episode. At the end of today's episode, I'm going to play you guys the 2021 Rewind year in review. It's going to be great. I've got a whole video for you guys. And then that's going to be available on the channel immediately after this episode is over. And uh, and then I'm going to, um, what was I going to say? So you can go rewatch it at the end. And then we have regular stories to get to all throughout today's episode. So one grandma Sam says, nice, a broken phone, blessing in disguise. Absolutely smashed phone. Yep. You guys can even kind of see that. Here's the back of my phone. Okay. Here's the back of my phone. Uh, just don't drink and text or don't drink in cell phone, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, one of the nights that we went out with some friends out here ended in a totally smashed phone. So just my PSA for you guys. <laughs> and it's really hard to get a new phone out here in Okinawa. So I had to get this emergency repaired. It's still kind of broken. Uh, it's still technically not in a good place. Um, basically keeping an eye on it the whole time, not letting it get wet, not letting it get in the sun too much or anything like that. So that's the story with my phone. Now, like I said, we have a complete scuttlebutt show. By the way, Harry Lion Pie Corporal MC got me humbled over here on the first episode of 2022 with those super chats. It really means a lot. So let's go with the first story. The first scuttlebutt show story of 2022 is this. Breaking right now, statement by Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin. He has tested positive for COVID. I don't know. 19? Is that what we're doing? So in a statement by Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, he said, I tested positive for COVID-19. I requested the test today after exhibiting symptoms while at home on leave. This wasn't even in the, in the docket for today's episode. Right before the episode started, this popped up on my phone. So I pulled up the official defense.gov uh uh, website here for his statement. He says his symptoms are mild. He's following his physician's directions. He's quarantining in coordination with the CDC guidelines. And uh, he said his last meeting with President Biden occurred on Tuesday, December 21st, more than a week before he began to experience symptoms. I guess he will just uh, have to go through COVID now. It does, I don't know. I'm not sure if this is his, uh, his first time through the ringer here. I, I assume it probably is, or maybe he doesn't know. I guess you can't really know if you've been sick anytime in the last couple of years, you could have had COVID or you could have had it and not known it at all. So, Hey, I guess this is the first episode that we're going to get demonetized for COVID stuff, I guess, right off the bat, right at the beginning of the, uh, of the year here. He said, uh, December 21st, more than a week with president Biden, he tested negative that very morning. I have not been to the Pentagon since Thursday when the holiday break started. He's fully vaccinated and boosted. He says, and he rendered the infection much more mild than it would have otherwise been. Thanks to that, he says. So wishing him the best, wishing him well, uh, Secretary of Defense. We obviously don't want anything bad happening uh, to anybody out there anywhere with regards to COVID. So I hope that he does well. And, uh, you know, he's not my favorite Secretary of Defense of all time. You guys know what I say about Lloyd Austin. Wherever he goes, ISIS wins. And that's not good. But I do wish him health and, uh, and well-being 
in the new year so we can get back to work, hopefully for taking care of people. Um, a lot of people need taken care of. There's been some big stories on break that I'm not going to talk about today. Um, one of them was the fuel into the water in Hawaii. If you guys saw that from the Navy, man, if you've ever been stationed on a ship, you might be familiar with the taste of JP5 coming out of the scuttlebutt, the water fountain over there. It is not pleasant. So I hope that all those people in Hawaii dealing with that fuel leak are going to be okay. I've got a bunch of stuff that I'm going to get to throughout the week. And then I just want to remind you guys, a big thing that we're tracking on for uh, next month is the trial of Fat Leonard. If you guys haven't already listened to the Apple podcast, the Fat Leonard podcast, you really have to. Uh, on recommendation of Harry Lime Pie, I went and listened to it, and it is absolutely epic. This guy told everything. And so that trial is going to be happening in February. We're going to be keeping a close eye on that and seeing who from the Navy is going to be going down with the ship in regards to that trial. Speaking of the Navy and going down with the ship is our second story of today. It is Navy fires captain and executive officer of San Diego-based combat ship USS Montgomery. That's two. Got him twice on that ship. And it says what happened here was the Navy took the unusual step of relieving both the captain and the XO of a San Diego-based warship. It sent a statement. Commander Richard Zamberland. That's a cool name. Richard Zamberland. It's like, uh, uh, oh, Zamberland. You guys know that song? You guys know what I'm talking about? The commanding officer of the littoral combat ship USS Montgomery and Commander Philip Lundberg were relieved due to a loss of confidence in their ability to command. Imagine you're being on a ship, you're, you're stationed on a ship, you're a sailor, and your CO and XO get relieved. That is not cool. That is not cool. That would be uh, That would make me lose confidence in the ship that I'm on. The loss of confidence is connected to a mishandled sexual harassment complaint on the ship a San Diego Navy official familiar with the vessel but not authorized comment publicly told the Union Tribune Thursday. Commander Nicole Schwegman, a spokesperson for the San Diego-based Naval Surface Force, declined to comment on the harassment complaint. It would be inappropriate to comment on the investigation at this time. So it says that they mishandled a sexual harassment complaint to the point, ultimately, that led the Navy to just relieve both of those uh, chain of command. Two out of the three of the triad, two legs of the triad kicked out from underneath them. I'm glad the CMC made it out of there okay. So it looks like uh, it looks like the deal there is probably that the person who made the complaint saw that it wasn't being taken seriously and they escalated it to the next level. And once you do that, maybe go to NCIS, maybe report a criminal complaint. I don't know what it is. That's my guess is here. So something like that happened and, uh, and these two in the chain of command had to go down for that. I guess, uh, you know, it's just, it's sad to see that the year's starting off with some bad news out of the Navy like that. But don't worry, we're going to bring in some better news, some more positive news out of the Navy uh, coming up in a couple of other stories. And we have some really fun stuff. I mean, we have some fun stuff on today's episode that we're going to get to here in a second. Do I see Justin in the chat? Justin, let's get to 7K by the end of January. Hey, it's just great to see you in the chat. I don't need 7K. I don't need 7K. I just need the OGs. That's. I mean, I'm so happy to see Justin in the chat today. What is up, man? It is a pleasure to see you in the chat, and uh, and if you missed the, if you weren't here for the beginning of the episode, me talking about my absence in December, I know I owe a lot of you guys emails, messages, whatever it is. I was uh, I was in my cave hardcore uh, at the end of the year there, so I do apologize for that. But it was uh, it was an interesting time. Rum Rum Tugger, hey Sammy, New Year, Captain. Uh, one gram of Sam says, hey Marine, how are you? Wait, Max, was that picture? Is that a Japanese thing? What was that picture? I already closed it. Um, I'm sure it was. I get uh, you know Japanese ads out here in Okinawa, so I'm not really sure. I, I already 
mind dumped the, that photo. But yeah, I do the, uh, are those two snakes doing the dirty? Oh yeah, I kind of saw that too. I don't know what that was, but you see, you can see uh, on the next story that we have here, I get Japanese ads, so I'm not really sure what they are. I don't want to speculate on that. It could be, uh, I could get that deeply wrong and that could be bad. Um, bro, I've been lurking since the beginning. I understand the doubts, but you got this. Thank you so much, Justin. Wow. You know, that means a lot to me. Um, you know, it, honestly, before the show started today, like I said, I wasn't sure if anybody was even going to show up for today's show. Um, I'm stoked. So stoked that everybody did. And, uh, and I was like, do I even remember how the buttons on my console here work? Do I remember how to set this thing up? All that I get self-conscious too. You know, I get nervous before every one of these episodes and you guys bring me right back and I, and I love it. I just love it. It's awesome. So big story, by the way, we're going to talk about Stu Scheller today. I just need you guys to know now. It's coming up soon, actually. We're going to be talking about Stu Scheller. I have a lot to tell you about Stu Scheller, okay? I have a lot to tell you about Stu Scheller. But first, let's get to this next story. Out of the Navy, something kind of cool. U.S. Navy seizes $4 million worth of heroin in the Arabian Sea, and now they really need to do it again, you guys. Like, if you know anybody, if you know a ship that might have some heroin on it, we really need to do that again, uh, or we're going to get really sick. So if you guys know somebody that we can see some heroin from for the good of the world, America's Navy really needs that right now. So if you could please send that info over, that'd be really good. We've got the United States Navy. The United States Navy vessels seized 385 kilograms, which is 849 pounds for all of us Americans, of heroin in the Arabian Sea worth some 4 million buckarooskies in a major bust by the International Maritime Operation in the region, officials said Thursday. The USS Tempest and USS Typhoon. Imagine these two American gladiators, Tempest and Typhoon, show up on your bow and stern, and they're here to take your drugs it, I mean, that's like, what is this, Magic the Gathering? Like, I summon Tempest and Typhoon to seize your drugs. I mean, it's almost perfect. It's almost like Tempest and Typhoon are exactly the two who would need, like, some heroin so that they can go on, a like, a, like a dope trip. That's pretty cool. I mean, Tempest and Typhoon are... That's a team up that you cannot break up. That's a team you can, that's the tag team, WrestleMania 1998 right there. You cannot break those two up. Let's see them go out there in force and get even more busts because that's just too cool for school right there. So it says, <laughs> that's a tangent right there. The International Task Force said in a statement this usually took place on Monday. That's how you start the new year. The Navy said the fishing vessel likely came from Iran. All nine crew members identified themselves as Iranian nationals, according to Commander Timothy Hawkins. He did not elaborate on who manufactured the drugs or their ultimate destination. As the task force ramps up regional patrols, it has confiscated illegal drugs worth over $193 million during operations at sea this year, more than the amount of drugs seized in the last four years combined. That's crazy. I wonder why all these opiates are coming out of there. Heroin is trafficked to the Middle East and even Europe by land from Iran and Afghanistan through well-worn land routes in the Balkans, Southern Caucasus, mountains, or Saudi Arabia. According to last year's UN Global Synthetic Drugs Assessment, smugglers from Iran have increasingly taken 2C to bring heroin into South Asia. The report added with Iranian and Pakistani sailors often arrested near Sri Lanka. So good for the Navy. Good for the Navy out there. Tempest and Typhoon coming in hot to take your drugs. You're not getting past Tempest and Typhoon. They've got, if they were American gladiators, they'd be in the, 
in the tunnels where you don't know which gladiator is behind what door you go through. Behind one door is Tempest. Behind the other door is Typhoon. Sometimes you get Tempest and Typhoon both behind one door. You're just not getting through. It's that simple. So hate to break it to you if you're trying to bust some drugs through there, but you're just not going to. You're not going to get past Tempest and Typhoon. I can't get over Tempest and Typhoon. That's so cool. It doesn't get cooler than that. So shout out to the Navy for having an epic, cool story right there. And uh, I hope that crew's okay. I hope that crew's not like totally, uh, you know, doped up on the in the angle irons right now. What's going on in the chat? Stew drop, stew drop. Just imagine how good it'll feel once you finish the book. I can't wait to finish the book. I can't wait for you guys to read it. I hope that it meets uh, the goal that I intend, which is to help people understand what it was like for somebody in the Navy to go boots on ground and do a mission like Titania Ops or IAs in general and learn about the world firsthand like that. It's so cool. Here, uh, let's see. Can U.S. Navy stop dynamite fishing or illegal fishing? Um, probably not, because I don't think that that's a good enough reason for military to get involved. Let's see. The U.S. Navy for pulling a Coast Guard move. Yes. Way to go, U.S. Navy. John says, they shall take the prize for a port call in Bangkok, and we shall never hear from any of them again. Yes, absolutely. Uh, doesn't typhoon mean hurricane? I think that those are very similar. I don't know if those are exactly the same thing, but yeah, they're very similar weather phenomenon, I do believe. Oh man, where are my AGs at? Where are my aerographers mates at? Uh, where's my Metox at? Help us out here. If you're a Metox out there and you know those uh, typhoon, hurricane, what the difference is, drop it in the chat. So we've got a hometown hero, hometown hero, maybe future legend, Marine Corps, Right here, positive story. You guys might notice there's a lot of Navy Marine Corps news today because I had to keep it Department of the Navy for our first episode back. But don't worry, we have at least two, I believe two awesome stories out of the Army because you know we can't leave the Army hanging on uh, the first episode back. So here we go. Marine saves California crash victim trapped in overturned car. I love these stories. You guys know I do the hometown hero stories. This is what I'm talking about right here. A barefoot Marine... Somebody get this man some shoes. A barefoot Marine rescued a crash victim by kicking out the windshield of the man's car. Maybe this is like that old karate master who needs to take off his boots to kick ass. So he, you guys remember what that guy's name was? The old karate, uh, the karate movies. He made like, you know, a ton of movies. He would take off his boots in order to kick the most ass that he could. If you guys know what that is, leave it in the comments. By kicking out the windshield of the man's car, which was overturned in the middle of a highway in Orange County, California, which is like Los Angeles area sort of just south of Los Angeles, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong. Staff Sergeant Joseph Maldonado, a recruiter, was on his way back to work in Fullerton on December 6th when he came across a three-car pileup. Maldonado had his windows rolled down and heard a man calling for help from an overturned red Mercedes. It said, according to the statement, the man was having a diabetic seizure. Oh, no. Us Marines always run to the call of help, Maldonado said in a Facebook message Tuesday. Put it on a t-shirt. Maldonado borrowed a knife from a bystander and crawled into the car to cut the trapped man out of his seatbelt. The Marine had been wearing flip-flops while driving and he used his bare feet to break the front windshield in an attempt to free the man. That's a micmap right there. But Maldonado realized it would be too hazardous to pull the crash victim out through the windshield, so he asked bystanders to help him pull through the driver's side door. He just kicked out the windshield for the hell of it. He just wanted to oorah that windshield. I told him, hey, I'm going to use my body and get you out of here, Maldonado said. After the rescue, Maldonado retrieved the man's personal belongings, which included insulin and diabetes medication. He told police officers at the scene that the man may be in the middle of a seizure. Based on the information, police gave the man medication to help keep him stable. They're featured here in the worst photo of all time. What, what, what is this? What kind of picture is this? Come on, who took this picture? Are you serious? 
This is the photo that you're going to use. Somebody fire this photographer right here. I mean, are they trying to maybe uh, protect the identity of the victim here? But you could just blur his face out. Don't give us this trash picture. What is this? That's not good. So bravo Zulu to Maldonado. It says, well, it's an alarming photo right there from the uh, side view mirror. At least one of the person involved in the collision was injured. I saw where I could help and simply did something about it. He, he's quote quoted uh, by the Marines. However, service members rescue efforts after tragic accidents have ended always so favorably. Uh, they're rep, uh, talking about here in December, there were two incidences of veterans helping people in uh, accidents on the road who then were struck by another vehicle and killed. I didn't cover those. Those were during our break. But there were two incidences, one in Camp Pendleton and one in a uh, like near a recruiting station or something somewhere else, maybe near an, an army base. It was, I believe it was a female female soldier. Um, so sad story there to end this thing off with. But bravo Zulu to Staff Sergeant Maldonado for barefoot kicking out the windshield just for the hell of it. Just because. Just because why not, man? Why the heck not? Kick out that windshield. Let them know what Marines are all about. So shout out to him. Love that hometown hero stuff. Can't get enough. South of Long Beach, Justin says, thank you very much. This that is the Los Angeles area for sure. Oh, no, that's scary because I'm a diabetic curse boy. Sorry to hear that. I hope you're uh, always taking your medication and keeping that under control. Heroin from Afghanistan to Mexico, Ed says, totally. They shout, let's see, let's see, let's get caught up on the chat here. Curse boy says Bruce Lee. It wasn't Bruce Lee. It was a, it was a white, like, cowboy dude. I can't remember his name. If anybody knows that, drop in the comments. Let's see. Photo ruin, Curse boy says. A very raw and super yut photo. <laughs> One Grandma Sam says, Shino Gaming, what's up? Welcome back to the channel. It is great to see you. Now, sad story here. We've got to cover a sad story here, and then we're going to get to some really cool stuff. Okay, so I promise you, after this, we're going to get to some fun stuff. All right, so let's get into talking about something that I know I can bring the chat together here, okay? I know sometimes we cover stories and it splits the chat. Not today, but sometimes. And I've got a story here that we absolutely do not have to worry about that happening with, because right here we've got a beloved, a treasure, just a treasure. U.S. Army pays tribute to Betty White's World War II volunteer service. Did you guys know Betty White volunteered during World War II? Leave me a comment about that. It says, U.S. Army pays tribute to Betty White's World War II volunteer service. While millions of fans mourn the beloved television star Betty White, who passed away a Friday at the age of 99, the U.S. Army paid tribute to the comedian for one of her earliest and most significant roles as a volunteer during World War II. In a statement released Friday, the military branch lamented the death of White and detailed her association with the armed services. Says statement from the Army says, We are saddened by the passing of Betty White. Not only was she an amazing actress, she, actress, she also served during World War II as a member of the American Women's Voluntary Services, a true legend on and off the screen. So I went to Wikipedia to make sure I knew what the American Women's Voluntary Services were. And it says here, the largest American women's service organization in the United States during World War II, AWVS provided volunteers who provided support services to help the nation during the war, such as messages, message delivery, ambulance driving, selling war bonds, emergency kitchens, psycho corps drivers, dog sled teamsters, aircraft spotters, navigation, aerial photography, fighting fires, truck driving, and canteen workers. Some of its work overlap with the Office of Civilian of Defense and the American Red Cross. So Betty White said that her work during that time included fire. Uh, so she said that she, her work, sorry, excuse me, her work included driving a PX truck of supplies to the barracks in the Hollywood Hills. 
which is a cool place to have the barracks, and attending dances for departing troops at night. What a good role that is, doing her part. During an interview with Cleveland Magazine in 2010, White said that her assignment consisted of, uh, oh, sorry, I just read that, my mistake. It was a strange time and out of balance with everything White told the magazine, which I'm sure the young people are going through now. Interesting, tying it together to modern times. So as you guys know, Betty White passed away on New Year's Eve 2021. Sorry, rest in peace, Betty White. Sorry to hear that. That's bad news. Terrible news for the last day of the year. But now we know that Betty White served honorably alongside the U.S. military during World War II as an American Women Volunteer Service Corps member. So shout out to Betty White. Bravo Zulu. I mean, who, it, doesn't get, it doesn't get more precious than Betty White, who kept us laughing all the way up till the end. Kept us laughing all the way up till the end. So if you guys have a good Betty White story, leave it in the comments there. Uh, let's see. She was the best. Chuck Norris, he built his home with his bare feet. h Not, what's up? Welcome back. It is great to see you. h Not dropping a $50 super chat on the last episode last year before we ended. Thank you so much. That really stuck with me. That meant a lot. I really do appreciate that. And it's great to see you back. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Rum Rum Tugger dropping the Billy Jack. Yes, that's exactly who it was. Billy Jack. Billy Jack would show up, take his boots off and kick your ass. And I remember watching those movies as a kid. Yes. Thank you very much, Rum Rum Tugger. It was Billy Jack. Curse Boy says, bro, her birthday was January 14th. She could have been 100. Yeah, I heard that uh, they actually had an article in like People Magazine or something about her turning 100, and they had already finished the article and had it set for publication, and then she passed away at 99, and now it's her last joke, was to write the article and then never make it to 100 for like the main article of the magazine's monthly edition. So that was, a, that was pretty great. Um, rest in peace, Betty White. She took 2021 down with her, a true hero, Justin says. So let's... T- let's uh, Okay, let's do, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me think about this for a second. How do I want to do this? How do I want to do this? All right, here's what we're going to do. One more story, and then we're going to talk about Stu Scheller, all right? And then I've got got such a great finale for you guys today. I don't want you crying. I don't want tears, okay? But we got a big finale today. So let's talk about this. So crazy. Camp Pendleton Marine arrested on suspicion of human smuggling on Christmas. Oh, man, wait till you hear how he got involved in this. A Marine said he was recruited via an advertisement for drivers on Instagram. Imagine you're on Instagram and you get one of those ads, like a carousel, like five great photos of how you can get involved in human trafficking. How does that work? Who is the genius using Instagram to recruit criminals for human trafficking? It doesn't make any sense. A Camp Pendleton Marine was arrested on suspicion of smuggling undocumented immigrants in the San Diego back country on Christmas Day. Corporal Angel Morales Gaetan, Gaetan, a Marine assigned, assigned to Camp Pendleton, was arrested just after 1 p.m. Saturday in Campo. A Border Patrol agent in an unmarked car said the Kia Optima was driving suspiciously and its driver appeared to not know where he was going, the complaint states. The agent called for a marked car to make the stop. Two people were found in the car's backseat trying to hide, the complaint states. Morales was arrested on suspicion of transportation of undocumented immigrants. Morales told law enforcement he was hired after responding to an advertisement on Instagram for drivers offering $1,000 per trip. I feel like there should be some liability on Instagram here for allowing ads to run. Are they saying that there was an ad? Are they really saying there was an ad running on Instagram to hire human smugglers? Is that what we're talking about? Is that where we're at now with this? 
The two migrants, both Mexican nationals, told authorities that they climbed the border fence using a rope and were directed to pick up to a pickup location north of the border. I mean, good for them for getting over the wall. According to the complaint, the migrants were being held as material witnesses in Morales' criminal prosecution. I've been to the border wall uh, on the southern border of, of San Diego as part of a trip with the United Nations. And long story there. But uh, it was an impressive wall. I got to say, great wall, good wall. Uh, but if they're getting over it with rope, that's not uh, that's not ideal, of course. Morales is assigned a 5th Battalion 11th Marines, according to a Marine Corps headquarters spokesperson. He's been in the Marines since 2017. Instagram did not immediately respond to questions about the purported ad. This is not the first time a Camp Pendleton Marine ha has found themselves embroiled in alleged human smuggling activities. They're referencing 2019, when two Marines were arrested near Yakumba Hot Springs with undocumented immigrants in their vehicle, which kicked off a wide investigation. Three weeks after the arrest, military law enforcement arrested 16 more Marines on Camp Pendleton with the entire Angel person, 1st Battalion, 5th Marine Regiment, watching on information. And if you guys remember, uh, that was a bunch of drama because they were said to have violated their rights by arresting them at formation. So the stun captured on video and by the division's communications strategy office was later ruled illegal by a Marine Corps judge. Military prosecutors went on to drop charges against many of those arrested and their cases were dealt with administratively. At least 13 were, were separated from the Marines. Six pled guilty to smuggling or drug charges at court martial. So they didn't have to go to uh, jail or anything, but they did get kicked out as a result of that. And that's because the command got cocky and tried to arrest them at an official formation in front of everybody. I guess that wasn't uh, a legit process right there. So they got busted. So not a good, uh, not good leadership right there is what I'll say about that. And that wraps up that story. So now we can get into the Stu Scheller stuff, which I'm super excited about. So let's see what's going on here. Arlie Ermey would have a field day with this guy. Oh, yeah. 11th Marines, he was an arty guy. One gram of Sam says, yes, arty guy. That's uh, Thank you for pointing out what unit he was with. I guess he was trying to, you know, throw some shells over the border. You know, I guess one way to put it. Good wall, great wall, not ideal with a rope. Can't stop laughing. There are sections where it's rotting plywood and sections where it's nothing or just the canal. Yes, so I was down there in 20... 18, 2019. I was down there in 2019. In 2019, the majority of the wall along the southern border of San Diego was finished. Uh, I mean, a, a very significant amount of it was very far along the southern border there. And it was the full, like, you know, 50 foot tall, red metal angled bars. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. But as far as walls go, one of the best walls I've ever seen. Hope MC's okay out there. MC, I'm just saying the wall was on point. MC says, my stomach hurts from laughing. It was a pretty on-point wall, okay? I'm sure people can get over it, but as far as walls go, this one, one of the strongest I've ever seen. We definitely had worse walls than that in Afghanistan. I'll tell you that. Sometimes we just had dirt. A little bit of dirt was our full protection from uh, t uh, Taliban, Al-Qaeda, ISIS attacks. So in, in regards to that, it was better than that. Catapult him over. Stu. Okay, so let's talk about Stu. Like, I got to... I got to in brief, you guys, before we go over to uh, the main, you know, meat and potatoes of the Stu Scheller update here. So in December, here's the bluff, bottom line up front. In December, Stu Scheller was officially released from the Marine Corps. He's no longer a Marine. He gets out before he got out, like days before he got out, he posted like four things on his LinkedIn. Nikki MGTV has a great video on this. Okay. You can go watch the video on Nikki MGTV's channel. I was, I was, Tempted to make my own comments on it, but I held my tongue to wait and see what happens. A day later, 
after Nikki released his video, Stu deleted those comments. They were deleted off of his page. In them, he included things like he's breaking his gag order. He doesn't care if he's still active duty. He's willing to go back to jail, all this stuff. Within like 72 hours of him deleting those comments, he was officially processed out of the Marine Corps. We were wondering what Stu was going to do. What's Stu going to do with the $2.2 million, whatever it was, 2.4 that he raised on the GoFundMe in, uh, in collaboration with Eddie Gallagher. And now we know some of what he's doing. So Stu Scheller is officially back. He's posting on his LinkedIn. I haven't been over to his Facebook, but he's posting on his LinkedIn. I've read some of the posts. One thing that wasn't pointed out in Nikki MGTV's video that's going to be important here for this next story is when he's signed out of his uh, LinkedIn post, the one in December that's since been deleted, he signed it Publius, P-U-B-L-I-U-S, Publius Publius, which I looked up, I'm like, what is that? It's one of the four men credited with leading the uh, revolution against the Roman Empire to make it a democracy. So he they overthrew the Roman government to make Rome a democracy. Publius was one of those uh, people credited for creating the first democratic government of Rome. Thought that was interesting. Keep that in mind. That's going to be important as we go over here to AuthenticAmericans.com, the new website from Stu Scheller. If you have not been over here, that's probably great. So this is Stu Scheller's website that he's built. It's got you know, it's even got merch and we're going to explore it a little bit here. Okay. So let's talk about Stu Scheller. Stu Scheller, this is his new thing. He's got a lion logo up here on the top left of his thing, his website, American flag proudly streaming across here. Everything's red, white, and blue and stars. America needs leaders, not politicians. He says his mission, according to his website, authenticamericans.com is a virtual town hall where independent thinkers can network, think, and discuss critical issues facing the American representative democracy across all political ideologies, ethnicities, classes, and religions. This community seeks to reunite the United States. A stand the standalone website provides an open platform for authentic Americans to pull video and written content onto their respective social media pages, thereby raising awareness for critical issues facing representative democracy. Authentic Americans also provides multiple established options for raising capital, on critical topics defined by the community on authentic Americans, this capital will positively impact politicians, military first responders, blue-collar workers, and suburban spouses whose values fall in line with the organization. He has not slowed down at all on his threats to bring down the system. On his recent posts, he's doubled down, tripled down on them. His advocating for action breaks down to four principles. Change comes from the people. Open your mind. Define your values. Get active. Excuse me. Got a little bit of a uh, sinus thing going on. So he says, here's why, this is what's so crazy, okay? I don't think that this is, um, th I don't think this is how most people feel, okay? He puts, this is America, and then on the left, he defines the far left and the far right of the government. He says, far left, America is evil, progressive Marxism, transgender bathrooms, everyone is racist, disband the police, far right, government is evil, QAnon, all media is fake, send all drug users to jail. What an interesting like thing to 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 pick as your issues, you know? And then in the middle he says, this is America and do we want a united states? So that's the question. Do we want a united states? So then, you know, you can look at how he's advocating. So this is his new thing, this is his new mission. Uh 
This video put me in jail. He needs to work on his thumbnails. So do I. This video got me fired. Feature on Fox News, Tucker Carlson. Apparently, he's going to be on Tucker Carlson tomorrow as well on the 4th, my time. Well, I guess two days from now, it'll be the 4th in the United States. So he's going to be back on there. He's got a section for his messages. Basically, his, uh, his posts here, his uh, viral posts that he's made. He's got a forum. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, he's got a forum here. And it says... Do systems over a long enough timeline centralize power? Does the political, economic, military machine created after World War II still function? Excuse me, I'm like losing my voice over here. So, on just so you guys know, I want to I want to let you guys know on this top one here: Do systems over a long period of time or a long enough timeline centralize power? I commented, and it's not here. I think it was not published, but I commented. I left a reply inviting Stu Scheller onto the Scuttlebutt show. It said my reply was put to the admins for review and it was not, uh, it was not, it was pending approval from the moderators. But I saw that Stu is very active on here. Stuart Scheller, January 2nd. Uh, let's see. Stuart Scheller, January 2nd. He replies to all these comments. So I, I invited him onto the show. So that's pending. So that's pending. But Here's what here's what's really weird, okay? There's somebody on here writing as Publius, 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 okay? Remember what I said that on Stu's post on LinkedIn, he signed it Publius. Now, there's somebody posting on his website named Publius and then Stu Scheller replied awesome post. Now, I'm not saying that Stu posted and then replied to his own post. I'm not saying that that's what's happening. It's totally reasonable to think that one of his fans saw his post on LinkedIn and then thought, I'm going to make that my username on his website. But it is odd. It is odd uh, that he would sign his posts on LinkedIn as Publius and then find... Publius posting long comments and replies, long replies like you see on your screen here, on his website. Now, if you look, before anybody gets too spun up on this, 26 comments, 130 comments, 68 comments on these threads. They're not going too viral right now. Um, but look what he's doing here. Donations over $100 will receive a thank you signed letter from Stu. Uh, challenge coin with a challenge coin included. And it's got a picture of him in uniform. And he's got a shop here where you can buy Stu Scheller merch. Man, if I had this Stu Scheller phone case, I would never have broken my phone. You can buy a Stu Scheller t-shirt, cap, sweatshirt. If you guys are into Stu Scheller merch, I guess you can go on there and buy that. But you can see he's using this, uh, this cool-looking S logo for Stuart Scheller. And you can go on there. And then we'll just check out the About section really quick. Scheller, uh, his court, he has his court statement and his Marine Corps charges here. And he has a bunch of photos of himself from the Marine Corps. He still he still stands by his uh, title of the only person punished over the Afghanistan withdrawal, which I think is is interesting to take that position. But you know, we'll see. I uh, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. That's the update on Stu Scheller. Is that he is still doing stuff? I guess he he came back in December. 
And now he's got a website, and we're going to wait and see what happens. He's going to be on Tucker Carlson in two days. We'll talk about that. I, I wrote him a very, very nice message. A very nice message inviting him onto the Scuttlebutt Show. I would love to get him on. Let's see what happens. So, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, Lord, he has a website, always faithful, Sam says. You created such an incredible community. I'm so happy to have the team back together. MC, thank you so much. Did you forget about advocating for accountability? Yep. I just had to wait. MC says, yep. Is America that simple as if America is simple as far left and far right scale? Yeah, I think what he's saying is most of America is in the middle, but those are just interesting issues he would choose to talk about. Stu thinks he's doing Da Vinci Code level symbolism, but he's really just stuck at the National Treasure B level sequel. Oh my gosh, Justin Savage. That is a really good one. That is a really good comment. I love that. I love that. Uh, Nicholas Cage receding hairline sequel. Stu wants scuttlebutt. Let go. Yes. Max also did 30 days of silence in his cave during December. His vocal muscles are being tested. That's really true. That is really true. I got to get my vocal warmups done tomorrow. Can we please imagine that he had an account named Publius and like his own post? Does it not get any funnier? Yeah, I, it's very possible that that's what happened. Just pure coincidences. Shino, have a great night. Looks a little like the Skechers logo, MC says. Nice. A challenge coin challenged by a Navy SEAL coin. Oh, yeah. Check this. Challenges with Stew coin. Yes. Honestly, I just came over for that part. I'll see you all later, Curse Boy says. Wait, don't go, Curse Boy. I've got two more things for you guys today. We have a jam-packed first show back. I am, I mean, I'm telling you guys, when I read this story last night, prepping for today's show, I told my wife and she was dying laughing. This is so good right here. You cannot make this stuff up, you guys. You cannot, I'm a creative guy, but I couldn't even make this up. I'm going to use this as inspiration. I'm going to use this true story as inspiration. What am I talking about? What's Max talking about? Listen to this. You guys are not going to believe this. Army veteran Cannabis explains why he briefly left rap to enlist in the U.S. Army. Do you guys know the rapper Cannabis? Leave me a comment if you, if you, uh, if you have. He was kicked out of the Army. You'll never guess why. Well, maybe you will. For smoking weed, if you can believe that. So cannabis, it, you really can't make this stuff up. Cannabis veteran hip-hop artist has been relatively quiet since releasing his 2015 album, Time Flies, Life Dies, Phoenix Rise. However, this past year, he released his latest project, Kaiju, in which he revealed that in a recent interview with Bootleg Kev, he explained his brief departure from hip-hop to join the U.S. Army. Let me, let me give you guys the bluff here. Cannabis right after September 11th, was rapping. He thought that he had been blacklisted. He, he didn't like the rap industry at the time. Motivated by 9-11, he ended up joining the Army. So he goes into the Army, he becomes like a like a armored vehicle driver. I think I saw in the... So I don't want to say exactly what his job was. 19 Delta, maybe? Some kind of armored vehicle driver. I think that's what he said. I think he said 19, 19 Delta. He continued by, by saying that he was blackballed from the industry and rap, and that's another way he felt he had, he had to get away for a while. He said... Uh, he said... Let's see, where is it here? Cannabis served in the army for two years before being discharged after being caught smoking marijuana. Since his discharge, he has released nine solo projects. Imagine Chris Chaos. Happy New Year. Hey, Chris, stick around because you're in my uh, year-end video, spoiler alert, that we're about to play after, uh, after this story. So imagine you're in the army and you're, you find out your battle buddy is a rapper and then you find out his rap name was Cannabis and then... You have to act surprised when he gets kicked out for smoking the devil's lettuce, as one gram of Sam said. He got kicked out.
for smoking for smoking weed and his name is cannabis. Like seriously? Seriously? How in the world does is this real life? I guess recruiting was pretty loose back then after 9/11 anybody could join and I thought that the army had like a somewhat of a tolerance policy. Uh, you could have, you know, one or two incidences of drug use, but I guess, you know, he got kicked out. He never deployed. He was in for about, you know, two years and some amount of months. But if you guys don't know, we've got here uh, Cannabis, second round KO, his song here. And let's just listen to that. Let's just enjoy that if we can for a second and, uh, and respect this army veteran hip hop master of disaster. Let's listen to a little bit of this and then move on to the ending of today's show. Army veteran cannabis. You want me let the world know the truth. You don't want me to shine. You study my rhyme. Then you laser vocals at the mind. That's a move. Something that a rapper would do. So when you say that you platinum, you only dropping clues. I studied your background. Read the book that you wrote. You searched your footnotes about how you used to front like a drug free role model. You disgust me. I know this is the scene recently. You walk around showing off your body because it sells. Plus to avoid the fact that you ain't got scales. Mad at me because I kick that real spell. 199% of your fans wear high heels From Ice-T to Kumo D to Jay-Z Now you wanna f*** with me? You must be crazy You dripping with wax juice And you can't get it off You better be prepared to finish what you start Alright, what do you guys think? That's, uh, that's Cannabis Army rapper Cannabis Unfortunately, he didn't make it long in the Army That's too bad But Army rapper Cannabis Coming in hot On the urinalysis uh, unfortunately. I just thought that was so fun. He's actually a good rapper, too. He's got some great battles on KOTD. If you guys know King of the Dot, I like I like watching those rap battles a lot. I'm kind of gangster myself. You know, I'm from Poughkeepsie. So uh, so if you guys want to go check that out, that's Cannabis with one N, C-A-N-I-B-U-S. Go check that out. I'm down to start legalizing weed for the military. I think that we're long overdue for that. So Maybe it'll join back up. Maybe it'll get them back in if they legalize weed. That'd be good for PR, I think. So, cannabis, army rapper. Thought that story was worth sharing with you guys. Cannabis, weed is not life-threatening substance because it is extremely intoxicating to the point of where you're high enough, you are going to crash your car. That's true. I thought army was some tolerance with drugs. Justin says, yep. John says, Cav Scout explains it all. We don't need guys like that in army. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that is what he was. 19 Delta, Cav Scout. Justin says, I mean, he's pretty legit. Yeah, his music was actually good. I, I'm not I'm not in any way, shape, or form trying to say his music wasn't good. I liked it, actually. I enjoyed it. I listened to a bunch of his songs for doing this story. He was in King of the Dot. Yes, he was in King of the Dot, and uh, and he had some dope battles, too. I think you guys should go. If you guys like freestyle rap, you should go look up Cannabis, King of the Dot. It's pretty good. Um, he did have some beef with Busta Rhymes, though. One gram of Sam says, nice, a challenge coin challenged by a Navy SEAL coin. Oh, yeah, check out this. Challenges with stew coin. Yes. Stew sh- Imagine pulling out the stew shell or challenge coin in a bar. Max has been thugged out since Cub Scouts. Oh, I love that. Can I steal that? Let's see. Thanks for the laugh, curse boy. Let's see. Happy New Year to all those deployed and all of our scuttle buddies. Semper Fi. Hey, Max, loved the Mario Kart video. Yes, thank you very much. That was a lot of fun. We got to go out and do uh, the Mario Kart around Okinawa video. That was a blast. If you guys are out in Okinawa, I recommend doing that. So... It is, this is the first episode of 2022. I'm loving being here with you guys. I'm so stoked to be back. I can't wait to have a you know full year of episodes and share what's going on in my life and new things that I'm working on, all this stuff. There's, uh, there's 
One more thing that I have for you guys today. Christopher Chaos says, by the way, it's an honor to have Chris Chaos in the chat. If you guys aren't subscribed to his channel, please go do. I just saw his Instagram post that one of his goals is to hit 100K in the next couple months. So if there's any way that we, the Scuttlebutt Show, can help that happen, that would be great. Army changed their policy to zero tolerance around 2015 or so. Interesting. Uh, let's see. One more thing for you guys today, and that is the Scuttlebutt Show 2021 Rewind. I want to premiere that with you live on this episode. It will be at uh, at noon my time, so in about 12 minutes, you guys can watch this video on YouTube as many times as you want. But here it is, Melvin Franklin, Other Worldwide. What's up? Nice to see you. Uh, welcome to the show. This is, uh, as we're going into my recap video from the whole last year, I want to share this with you guys. It was an incredible year. I hope you guys who have been with me long-term get some good memories out of this. Let's watch The Scuttlebutt Show 2021. First female Green Beret faces minor misdemeanor charge for accidentally firing her gun, police say. Accidentally, <laughs> I can't believe, I, I can't believe I have to cover this story. Apparently, there's this new video game. Apparently, I'm the military video game guy now. Welcome to hell. Keep your head down. Today, we're going to be reacting to a brand new World War One video game, Beyond the Wire. Let's go. You never let anybody know you're doing well because that's life's first clue to fuck you over. Just off screen to my right is a gaming PC. Oh God, run away, run away, run away. Six Days in Fallujah is our next story and I've got some cool stuff for you guys to cover with this. So Six Days in Fallujah recreates stories from the battle based on eyewitness accounts. Today we're gonna be reacting to Six Days in Fallujah, the new gameplay trailer that just came out. Now the game Six Days in Fallujah which I had no idea was going to become such a big part of my channel here. And it is official. They emailed me this morning. Six Days in Fallujah is getting delayed until quarter four, 2022, a.k.a. a one-year delay. New video game lets players free Palestine and fight Israel. <laughs> what? We just... What's up, guys? I'm an insane veteran. What's up, guys? I'm back and crazier than ever. Because just like me, Call of Duty's getting kind of old and tired, and they're investing in those Vanguard funds because it's time to get ready for retirement. Be with you guys in one second. Smell the morning dew, the way the warm sun and the cool breeze can dance across your skin. Well, I've now officially seen the first thing in this trailer I want to plow. God damn it. Biceps are too big. What's up, guys? Max here. Shape, paint, lasers, paint. Paint. Whatever tech they're using, probably paint. Let's just go with paint. One million eight count bodybuilders. The single worst soldier in the history of soldiering. How this escalated to this video? The world needs answers. The world needs answers. The world needs answers. The world needs answers. The Marine Corps 
Rancor, kill. Accidentally mailed urinalysis samples to a private citizen. And here they are on the, on the kitchen counter with biohazard stickers on them. Navy SEAL will plead guilty to killing Green Beret. The biggest cyber bully in the Air Force is the Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force. I literally can't even right now. Breaking news, the military has just identified Jonathan Pentland, a Fort Jackson soldier, arrested and charged after confrontation with a black man. Two soldiers charged with allegedly kidnapping a Domino's pizza delivery guy at, at gunpoint. Should have gone with DiGiorno. The army has come under fire because they've had to disable the comments on their new video on YouTube because the comments are getting so disturbing. This bartender who threw a military ID in the trash because troops don't even look old enough to know about 9-11. My UFO encounter was gonna be that same image, but zoomed in, okay? That's the zoomed in version, okay? You guys tell me, what is that? There's nothing worse than when a female, nah, let me stop there. Police are investigating profane attack on a sailor at Berlin, Connecticut pizzeria on September 11th. On September 11th? A woman just graduated SWIC training. Here's the deal with that. Lieutenant Colonel Stu Scheller. I promise you I wouldn't do this. Here, we're gonna watch this video and I'm gonna break it down for you guys. Hey. Hey, what's up, Stu? It's good to see you. In his uniform, I'm calling him Stu Drops because they're straight up QAnon style posts. You know what I mean? And welcome to my two special guests, John Cordell, who you might remember from an episode a couple weeks ago with Rob Sweetman and Keith Green. How are you guys doing today? I am joined by a very, very special guest today, Scotty Hasting, Army veteran, musician, Archer. Archer. Scotty, how are you doing today? Nikki, what is up, dude? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm here on the Scuttlebutt Show. I'm joined today by Rob Sweetman, who you know, and a new guest, Dr. John Cordell. How are you guys doing today? That was a short excerpt from uh, an officer and a man with Jacob Donenworth, who's with me right now. Jacob, how are you doing? Today, I'm joined by a very special guest, Brandon Mills, Marine, musician, TV star, friend of mine. Welcome, Brandon. What's mm -hmm. up? How are you doing? But I'm here with Donnie, DWK Videos. What's up? How are you doing? I'm thankful and very happy to be joined today by Army veteran, stand-up comic, actor, all-around Renaissance man, Tom Tran. Tom, how are you doing? Good. Very special guest. Cassie is a Navy nurse, so we're going to talk about all, all about the Navy Nurse Corps. And I am thankful and honored to be welcomed by our guest today, Chris Chaos. Chris, what's up? And today I am excited to announce our special guests, Thomas Hinton and Rob Sweetman. Without further ado, the man you all came here to see. What's up, A.O. Nixo? How are you doing? I am doing great. Mm. Oh, I've got a barf bucket. That's just in case we cook in this, but nothing matters right now. Oh, man. This is how we do it. Stay limber. I'm too tall to do this. <laughs> one, two, one, two, one. Can we wait until they pass? They're laughing one, at us. Look at them. Hip gyrations. One, two, three, four. One, 
two, three, four. I'm not a do front, that. back, right, left. High knees. That is not high knees. Come on, high knees. I'll tell you how the Marine Corps does our high knees. High knees, let's go. Our high knees. Make it burn. High knees. Make it burn. That? High knees. Do this thing. All right, so who do you guys think is going to win? Navy or? United States Marine Corps. Hoorah. Hoorah. No, come on. Either way, at the end of the day, the Air Force loses, and that's <laughs> the most important thing. Group, group uh, chanting, feed the dog, feed the dog. My YouTube is showing 1K. You have 1K? Hang on, I have to, I have to see it. I have to see 1K. It's like, it, I, ha I have to see it on my end. I'm refreshing. 1,003! Let's go! Just got five we're to have, it just happened. Hang on. It's this is happening. This is happening right now. Hang on. One thousand. Let's go. Live on the show. Live on Instagram. One thousand subscribers. God bless America. We got yes, if you're on YouTube right now, we just hit that one thousand here. If you're watching on Instagram, here's the uh, video that we're watching. Fireworks and confetti going off. One thousand subs. One thousand three. You guys made it happen. You guys made it happen. 1,003, we did it this week. That was the dream. One, man, what a year. What a year it's been. Thank you guys, thank you. Yes. Oh man, that's emotional to watch for me. What a year. What a year. Man, thank you guys. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I enjoyed making it. What a year. What a year 2021 was. That 1,000 subscribers. Now we're almost at seven. Just trying to, you know, every, everyone counts, but I'm just happy to be where we're at. We have patrons and members and everything. Oh my gosh. How fun. How exciting. You guys are amazing. Truly. I really mean that. You guys are amazing. I missed this big time. Nuggets, what's up? Chris Chaos, thanks for checking that out. Uh, Keith Green was great. Was the first new episode your most watched episode, Max? It was, I don't remember. We had one with uh, Rob Sweetman that had like 3,000 views live. So I think that was actually the most. Uh, let's see, Deaf Aliens. Yes, where's Emma? Emma. Well, we, we called out that video, but we didn't call it Emma. I'm giving her a break. I just hope she's doing okay. Real talk. Uh, thank you, Chris. Nicely done. Yes, that was our... So, the, by the way, if you guys are newer to the show, there's a 2020 video also. So, 2020, 2021, and believe me, there will be a 2022. And every moment of this show that we do, you know, when we rewind back and remember some of the top stories of the year, oh man, what were your favorite moments of the year? Makes it all worth it, right? If you have a favorite moment, when that video drops here in about two minutes, head over, check it out again. You can watch it. Leave me your favorite moment in that video. I would love to hear what it was. Maybe we can clip it. So with all that being said, that's going to wrap it up for today, the first episode of 2022. Everybody on the podcast, everybody out there, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for so much for being part of this community. Thank you so much for the Super Chats today. Very, very inspiring. Uh, my wife's doing great. Our dog's doing great. I'm going to go take her out to the park. We'll be back with Squad on Wednesday for sure. Other gaming stuff, we're going to figure out when the right time to do that is as I continue to chip away at, uh, at these other projects. But but Squad is coming back on Wednesdays because we're back on our normal schedule. I've missed you guys and all that stuff. With all that being said, I guess, for the first time in 2022, I look forward to talking to you all very soon.
and for now, that's the scuttlebutt. <laughs>